business improvement areas of BC, which represents 70 BIAs across our province, says the mounting costs of break-ins, broken windows, and other property crime are putting their livelihoods at risk. They recently polled the members, nearly half of whom said they couldn't stay viable if current conditions persisted for another couple of years. So the BIA of BC asked the BC government for some help with the costs of repeat vandalism in the provincial budget. How did that turn out? We'll find out right about now. Terry Smith joins us. Terry is the president of BIABC here in Vancouver. Terry, good morning. Good morning, Sterling. Thank you for having me. Well, it's good to have you with us, and we appreciate your patience, Terry, because we were going to have you on last weekend, and then we realized that it was really going to hinge a lot, the conversation would hinge a lot on the budget, whether it came to you or not. We decided to postpone it for a week, so we appreciate your patience in that regard. How did it turn out? Did you get any money? Unfortunately, no, we did not get any money. Um, The provincial budget outlines a number of areas that are directed certainly at more of the longer term initiatives that are linked to the uh, Safer Communities Action Plan. Mm -hmm. However, what what we're dealing with and and the, the intro you provided with, you know, description of the broken windows and the the rampant vandalism that is immediate we need immediate relief right now and so we did not see that in the budget unfortunately you were, you were after what, what what we were calling on here on the show we were calling it protection money which sounds as dangerously mafia like but in fact <laughs> in fact what you were hoping for was some direct funding from the province apparently lots of spare cash to to dole out these days as well hoping for some money to specifically be dedicated to dealing with repeat vandalism and it's not just here in metro vancouver where we see it all the time on the six o'clock news it's all over bc kelowna's got a big problem it's province-wide isn't it terry exactly and that's that's the reason why we were talking to the province about this it it isn't just a vancouver problem it's hitting every community across bc and something needs to be done and you know protectionism that's one way to call it Mm -hmm. we're looking at it as immediate relief and also prevention so the ability for for businesses to access a fund that can support enhancing their own property security, whether it's, you know, through improved lighting, better locks, um, alarm systems, surveillance systems, things like that, that can also support, um, you know, prevention. Terry, remind us, if you're a small business person and your shop gets vandalized, somebody insists on breaking your windows, and so you call the insurance company and they come by and they look at it, okay, okay, get a new window. Two weeks later, somebody breaks the window again. This can go on and on. At one point or another, that insurance company is going, nope, you're too high a risk, your policy is cancelled. Are you hearing that? Absolutely. There's a lot of uh, incidents that are not going reported because their insurance isn't covering anymore. And these are out-of-pocket expenses for our businesses. So on top of all of the mounting pressures facing our small business sector, they're also having to deal with the associated costs of the rampant vandalism and property crime and other, you know, street disorder issues as well. As the uh, tip of the spear for the BIA of BC, Terry, who's your government counterpart when you want to sit down with a cabinet minister in Victoria to talk about vandalism and the uh, awful impact it has on small businesses? Who's your minister? You know, it's it's interesting because... You know, these are the, the symptoms of what's really going on on our on our city streets and our communities. Mm-hmm. So it really actually touches a number of different ministries, whether it's, you know, um, 
uh, economic, uh, sorry, jobs, economic development and innovation, so more of like the small business uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. It also touches, you know, public safety. It, it touches municipal affairs, housing. Like there's, there's so many different touch points. But I would say the, the ministry that we're dealing with right now is um, – jobs, economic development, and innovation. Right. And, uh, and and you've obviously had considerable number of conversations with the department and uh, explained your case and presented it as clearly as it possibly could be to have them understand exactly the kind of impact this stuff has on the bank accounts of small people who live on pretty small profit margins to begin with. Uh, what's the response been so far? Well, I will say there there has been some recent advancements. So we are in some discussions, but there's there's no you know final final uh, verdict yet. Um, so we are remaining hopeful that there will be something. Um, it's not okay that you know individual BIAs are are having to put together programs to to support their businesses in this sense. That's not our mandate, but a lot of BIAs have taken this on, and that's why we're lo- really looking to the our municipal and provincial governments to step in and support us. Well, I'm glad you mentioned municipal because here in Vancouver, for example, we now have a new administration, the ABC uh, Ken Sim Majority Council, uh, with the with the actual political ability to get things done because of that mathematical majority. And, and Mr. Sim and his team have uh, got elected, frankly, Terry, uh, on a public safety platform, talking about 100 more cops and an equal number more social workers, that kind of public safety awareness. What does City Hall here in Vancouver had to say, if anything, to your group? Oh, we've definitely had a lot of conversations. This particular issue has come up several times. Um the city was supportive in um, granting a $500,000 fund to support graffiti abatement. So that was uh, administered through the BIAs mm-hmm. to support, um, you know, cur- curtailing the impacts of graffiti in our neighborhoods. Uh, there, there's been some challenges with how they would deliver such a program around anti-vandalism, but discussions are there as well. So I'm hopeful that on either level or both, we're going to get the support we need. Are there at least tax considerations, Terry? If you're a small business person, you have to keep dipping into your own pockets to keep replacing windows or whatever other vandalism or or destruction takes place. Do you at least have the opportunity to claim those expenses and get tax credits? You know what? I actually don't know the answer to that. That's Mm. an interesting question. Uh, But you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, the profit margins are what gets impacted. Businesses have to dip into their own savings or their own personal accounts, remortgage houses, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> add additional loans in order to, you know, keep themselves afloat and to remain viable. And that's not a good a good solution either. Particularly after a couple of really tough years of getting through the pandemic. If your small business made it through the pandemic, it would be just barely hanging on. And now it's the time to recover and, and start to make a buck. But if you keep spending those profitable dollars on window repair or other damages, uh, then you're not really ahead of the game very far, are you? No, you're not. And a lot of businesses, too, through the pandemic, um, you know, have a number of loans that are coming due and, mm-hmm. and a lot of mounting debt that was accumulated. So there's there's a lot of strain put on our businesses, not to mention, you know, increased property taxes and, and all of the other, um, you know, provincial 
expenses, cost of doing business has gone up so much. So we're really concerned about what this means for the the short and long-term viability of our small businesses. Yeah, good point on the property tax too, because small business bears a lot of the brunt of uh, those tax increases. And in looking at Surrey and Vancouver at 17 and 10 plus percent, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a hit, no question about it. Terry, thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate your patience waiting the extra week. I wish we, oh, you had better news for us, but we'll keep in touch, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sterling.